Hey, everybody. Welcome. Before we talk to Andrew Kephart, which we had an awesome episode, uh, Andrew, 20 years old. Uh, he's a, a rapper, hip-hop artist from Houtsdale, Pennsylvania. Also a thinker. Also, uh, really, he's got his head on straight. Really impressed talking to him and his team. So he's got a whole team with him, guys who help him do his hair, guys who help uh, you know get him around transportation services, another guy who helps him with his social media. It's amazing. Like This dude has amassed a team of people who are really all committed to making his dream work and all of their dreams work together. So I thought it was really powerful to have him on the podcast. I, I, just, I love meeting people who are young, yet who are so far ahead of where I was when I was their age. When I was 20, I was nowhere near Andrew's level, so the dude really has his head on straight and has what seems to be some mentors behind him who are uh, helping to guide him in the right direction. So I can't wait to get into that conversation for you to check that out. First, shout out to the sponsors. Shout out to Juice, J-O-O-S in Holidaysburg, PA, The Juice Bar on Facebook and Instagram, Cold Press Juice and Smoothies, Smoothie Bowls, Bone Broth, Hot Soups, Raw Vegan Baked Goods, everything is fresh and made to order. Also, Trade Secrets in Altoona, PA. Uh, Facebook is Secrets in Trade, all natural body care products, everything made in-house, all research development done in-house, sugar scrubs, bath bars, lip balms, wax melts, deodorants, everything you could possibly want that you use, like in the shower, you use to freshen yourself up with no added chemicals or anything like that. Plus, it's all made with love and TLC, some tender love and care at Trade Secrets in Altoona. And the clay cup, coffee, tea, freshly baked items, bagels, oatmeal, soups, and creativity, pottery painting, watercolor classes. Sarah, who runs the place, is an incredible artist. Her talent is is amazing. So really, the fact that she can combine that with the uh, the awesome coffee shop that she has, the atmosphere that she brings to uh, my local area in Altoona, Pennsylvania, is really cool. That's at the clay cup on Facebook and Instagram. Let's start this episode with. Andrew Kephart. Let's get this bad boy rolling. Let's go. This is Rob Z Radio. Andrew Kephart's in the house. How you doing? How you doing? Thank you for having me, brother. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Thanks for coming in. Oh, it's been a long time. Bringing, bringing the whole team with you? Yep, I'm a whole team. Everybody <laughs> with me. Who else is <laughs> yeah, here with you? Shout out to everybody here. Uh, Josh Rawkey, who runs my management. He's with me. Shane Kallenbach, that's the barber, the stylist of the team. He's with me. Ron Brady, that's my, he handles all my traveling, and if you talk wrong to me, he'll probably beat you. Um, <laughs> no, he's over there, too. Uh, that's you, like, I have my team right now. How do you have a team set up? Like, uh, this is, this is, when I came outside to meet you, I'm like, he's bringing people with him. This is crazy. Like, yeah. how did you put everybody together? Because I think, like, on a local level, I mean, it, it's it's hard to get things rolling. No. It, we'll get into what you do for in a second here. But yeah. I'm just, I'm curious about how you got everybody together. Like How I got, well, when I first started doing this music stuff, it was like, there was nothing going on around my town. So, like, I was, like, the first person to ever really screw it down to the picture and put something on social media and make something professional, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I was I was already friends with them, and they were pretty much like, dude, like, whatever we can do to help. We don't even have to be in it. Like, whatever we can do to help just to be a part of it like we want to do. Yeah. And so I just started funneling out, thinking of ways that I could incorporate all of them, and that's pretty much how it came along. It was only people that deserved it. Like, I've had people come and leave the group, but, like, they came in, you know what I mean? That's up to God. That's... He put that in my life, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm just doing my best right now to try to make sure they're all they all got their spots and they're all eating. We're all eating, you know. That's pretty cool, man. So yeah. you're from Houtsdale, Pennsylvania. Yes, sir. Yeah. Born and raised there. Born and That's raised. Where you yep. grew up. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you? Uh, so I guess before we go any further, what do you do? How long have you been doing it for? Give people who don't know who you are okay. a little right. background um, information. My name, well, obviously my name is Andrew Kapoor, but I make hip hop music now. I make I rap and I produce, but uh, 
I came, I've only been rapping, well, not only, but I've been rapping for like six years, seven years. But I grew up not even really listening to rap as much. Yeah. I played uh, drums in a metal band. So I played drums, okay. guitar, piano, bass. I sing. I was in like the more of the rock aspect music back then. And um, it wasn't until I found an artist, Lil Wayne. Like he's still my favorite artist to this day. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is like the coolest stuff I've ever listened to. You know what I mean? Yeah. But previously I was in metal bands. Like I was headbanging. You know what I mean? Right. But so I ended up getting into that and like, it just it just bloomed from there. Like I just started really starting to try to write and like, cause I was like writing songs for like rock groups before, and the groups that I was in were falling apart, like too many egos and stuff like that. So I was already in my mind thinking of something that I could do by myself, mm -hmm. so I could really try to crack at it. And then like yeah. hip hop fell in. And because whenever you're in a band, multiple people, one person falls out, the thing can fall apart really fast. Exactly, and each person's so special because that's their own sound of the band like yeah. everybody comes together to make one sound of a band so if you're losing if you're constantly losing people like your sounds changing you're you know what i mean it's just yeah. constantly rebuilding so not many people have ever been able to do that like to uh, like trent Reznor is one guy who comes to mind nine, dude, inch, nine nails. inch nails is my favorite one of my my dad raised me on nine inch nails oh really dude, that's a crazy thing to raise yeah. somebody on but that's yeah. what i'm saying dude he was <laughs> one like, of my favorite one, bands of all time as well he was big on the electric stuff dude yeah a, a lot of the stuff that i used wouldn't be around if trent Reznor wasn't around yeah because he was doing drum machines back in like the late 80s like that's what when, I'm saying. he didn't have a band he that had to do dude it all was, himself like, thinking that up and like programming like dude he was a Genius, yeah. Bro. Trent Reznor is like one of the, he's one of the greatest of all time. I yeah. think because when you look at bands, that's what happens. Like one piece of the band falls apart, the whole band falls apart, exactly. and then like you had something great going. It's exactly. rare to keep that all together, but doing hip hop, you can just do it. You, yep. it can just be you, mm -hmm. and that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I guess like what metal bands were you into? So what were, when so you go back to like rock as far, music, as far as metal bands, I used to I've seen way more metal bands live. Are you talking like who I've been in or who I've seen? Because no, what were you into? Like what inspired you to do it in uh, the first place? Obviously Nine Inch Nails, but like... Nine Inch Nails, uh, I listened to a lot of Avenged Sevenfold, Black Sabbath. Let me see, dude. I've seen Escape the Fate, Rush, freaking everything down to like Queens of the Stone Age, okay. Them Crooked Vultures, The Ramones, like yeah. The Misfits, Sex Pistols. I was... I Anything that was like really hard and really different I got into, I would just take it and try to get a piece out of it so like my dad had like collections of records that were probably like up to this r from the floor the whole way down and i would spend my days in the summer just like ripping through that and putting <laughs> them. i knew how to use a vinyl like record machine before like any of my friends did nobody had one in their house yeah so like i was constantly digging through music so anything pretty much edgy and aggressive i was into you know what I mean? And then you found Lil Wayne. And then I found Lil and Wayne. And it all I'm changed. Just like, wow. <laughs> I found Lil Wayne. I'm like, dude, that's what I want to do. What happened to Lil Wayne anymore, though? He's like, he's he's kind of like. Nah, he's off he, that lean, dude. He's off them drugs. He's man. off the lean. He's not any good anymore. He's no, not, no, no, no. <laughs> he's still he's still the goat, bro. He's still the goat. But he went through. He also went through a big, huge dispute with. Make sure you're close to the uh, microphone, my bad, my bad, just so bad. podcasts yeah, yeah, yeah. they can pick it up. That's my bad. I'm laughing. Right. Sorry, podcast. Sorry. But. <laughs> 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 Uh, he uh, went through that huge dispute with Birdman mm. over, yeah. he was signed with them and then they had like a legal dispute over money. It was like millions of dollars and he's pretty much like, I ain't even making music until that's figured out because he would be missing so much money. Yeah. But he was on, he was hospitalized for seizures from lean. Like I've had friends around my area. I've lost probably three friends already from drugs. I have friends upstate. I have, there's a lot of people I don't talk to. That's yeah. why the circle you see is a lot of the people I just kind of stay around because I used to be a crazy Right. Crazy kid, you know. But right. How old are you now? I'm 20. 
20. Yeah. So okay. I was into doing all kinds of wild shit young. You know what I mean? Yeah. There wasn't much to do around where I was. So. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the, that's any smaller town. That's any it's town, true. really. It's but I think the smaller the town, it's kind of weird how it gets worse and worse because there's less stuff to do. Exactly. Uh, but I, I found it crazy. So you were reaching out to me and everything. And I was looking at your uh, Instagram and looking at all your videos and checking out your music and stuff like that. It seems like at least lately and you could tell me how this works for you mm -hmm. it seems like you're really on point like you're trying to make it happen you've kind of yeah. found more of a path yeah exactly. which is something that i it's same with like a rock band it, it sounds it like happens it's starting to work it's starting to really everybody's starting to gel and work together and then for some reason things just kind of stop right and that's a lot of local hip-hop artists too and i imagine that's every like small town in america there's no, tons of people truth. trying to do hip-hop music right because right, it's, right. it's easy to do number one soundcloud yep. rappers everybody can kind of jump on and, it's the number one genre right now too well yeah. it was there for a while i don't know if it is electronics kind of probably up there no, yeah, yeah. EDM, might be even easier. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's easier, but it just seems like it's more accessible or something like that. No, I, I, completely, I completely agree. So how do you, like on a day-to-day -day basis, you've like brought a team together. You've guys who are helping you do this. So mm -hmm. uh, what's your mindset like moving forward? How do you, on a day-to-day -day basis, right? You have a side job where you yep. actually, you make most of your money. Yep. But this is like your main thing that you really want to make happen. Mm -hmm. What's um, your mindset like every day moving forward? My mindset every day is just trying to find a new way to do to to excel you know what i mean because like like i said it all com comes back to going from a small town like you run out of like you you you'll run out of juice man around my mm -hmm. small town like if you stay in there for too long like you'll just start getting into the small town mindset when to do small town things mm -hmm. so like i try to like lock myself away and really think about ways that i can benefit my team as far as not only me but all of them every single day so like every day i wake up i think about like what can i do on social media to get myself bigger what steps should i be taking as far as an artist to get myself better to get my music heard mm -hmm. and third of all like our whole brand like with t-shirts and stuff what can we do with that like i'm always dude you can ask any of them i have anxiety every single day <laughs> literally every day but if you don't you don't want it bad enough yeah and so like i try to like <laughs> it's kind of bad but i necessarily just try to kind of make myself freak out dude like if I ain't freaking out, I'm not worrying about it. So <laughs> <laughs> just get my mind as 100% focused on it as I can and keep it that way all day. Yeah. I I, I'm, I agree the same way, though. Uh, and it, it's difficult sometimes because you can't lose focus really quickly. So you got to put people yeah. around you who are also motivated to exactly. do the same thing. That's like this place that I'm at where we do this podcast, Catalyst Space. There's guys here who have, like, geniuses. Shout and they have a space. They have a mission, right? They have, like... They know what they're doing with their life, and nothing's going to stop them. So yep. you kind of have to search for those people, find them, because they don't. Absolutely. You won't find them unless you're like looking for them, right? No, unless you're lucky to be thing. born with them or something like that, like that's your parents or something like that. Mm. But without no, having them around you all the time. No, absolutely, I completely agree with that. That's a very, very, very important step. All these guys are all pinging stuff off me. I should have said that actually. So <laughs> shouts out Rob Z for helping me out. Yeah, with that dude, one. I'm glad to help you out. I'm glad to. <laughs> no, that's, for real. That's why I do these podcasts with local people because I, it's nice to find people out there who are really trying to do something. Absolutely. Like it's Absolutely. it's of course it's like fun, right? And it can be like a pastime. But when you start taking it really seriously and mm -hmm. start really moving forward with it and start separating yourself, you start to notice like, oh wow, these are the people that I. Not saying they're not your friends. Not saying you don't still like them, but they don't have the same drive or passion. I'm literally going through that as we speak. To do so. that thing as we speak. That's, yeah, that's so weird. You just said that, dude. Where does your mindset come from, though? Because I, it, for me, it's like I have to like study people who have that mindset so I can keep the mindset going. Right. Right. My mindset is just like trying to 
I don't even know, honestly, like when I'm doing this stuff and when I'm figuring it out, like as far as making music and making moves, I don't go after the people who were like, hit me up on social media, yo, Cap, dude, this sounds sick, yo, this, you know what I mean? Like, I'm looking at the people, when I do it, I look around me and see who's around me. Mm -hmm. And almost every single time, one of these people or all these people in this room are around me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I just do it for them, dude. That's my mindset, is to do it for, because, like, they help support me when I had nothing. Like, no brand, no business, no nothing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to give back to them. So, where does that come from, though? You just kind of figured it out yourself? Yeah. parents didn't tell you to do that or well my parents instilled me to do the right thing as far as like taking care of other people like my dad's the most generous console in the whole world um but don't cross him because he scares me still to this day <laughs> um my mom the same way like my mom they both instilled in me like take care of who took care of you yeah don't bite the hand that feeds you you know what i mean and like these guys have all fed me <laughs> so <laughs> shouts out to mama pops yo <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that did it. That's really cool, dude. Because at, at 20 years old, I was not. I didn't have. And I had. I don't know. If you know Hannah Baker has had her in here. She's yeah, like kind yeah, of yeah. YouTube famous. Shouts out Hannah Baker. Hit and she's up. young too. I think. I mean, she just turned like 21. So it's interesting to find. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. I missed that. While I was. I was trying to formulate my thought. But like, it, it's interesting because I, whenever I was 20, I did not. I did, I was not in that realm whatsoever. Right. right my right. mindset was just not there. I mean, I was in radio and I was moving forward in my own way but i did not have like a vision of where i wanted right. it to go and i hadn't built a team and i hadn't i guess social media wasn't around the way that it is now right. to really yeah, help dude, you do it on your own that's the crazy part yeah but where do you see yourself like what's the what's the goal do you have like a vision for where it's going yeah right now i want to like in a year i want to like grow all my social medias like my facebook's at like fourteen thousand, something like that I want to get all my social medias doing even playing field. Mm-hmm. So I want to get all my, like, my Twitter, my Instagram, everything to, like, 14K. Because it's easier to grab, like, a broader spectrum of an, an audience, if you will, from each. You know what I mean? Because, like, there's yeah. certain users that might have Facebook, but they don't have Instagram. Certain users that have Twitter, but they don't have Instagram. Like, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to build up all my stuff to there in a year and, like, start really cracking it, like, getting videos done and promote my videos. Because I, like... I think I have like 40 something songs now done yeah. and I'm going to go through all those and pick the hot ones and put them on a tape or an album, if you will. Yeah. And yeah. I want to <laughs> put them on a cassette tape. Yeah. I'm like going to mix tape. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. We're going back to Wu-Tang days, dude. <laughs> Taking it back. Yeah, dude. Straight up. Like, Yo, dude. Somebody pulls out like one of them tape decks. Dude, right. Yeah. Big boom box in your shoulder. You're walking around with it. Dude, playing your music for Houtsdale. Me and Rob Z are rocking cassettes straight up. <laughs> like, that's like big facts. I used to, man. I have all my old radio shows are all on cassettes. I have a bag full of old cassettes from when I was like 16 years old when I first Dude, started in radio. That's so cool, bro. And they're so bad. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> but the crazy thing is now, I can't even listen to them anywhere. Because nobody really? has a cassette player. I don't Dude, even know I, where. I got one. I can run you player? one, bro. All I right, can run you a cassette player. We can make this happen, bro. If you can get me one that can record cassette <laughs> onto digital, because I need to digi- digi- digitize, digitize all it, of yeah, it. Yeah. So I have like a history of it there somewhere because they're exactly they're so bad they're, it's, it's hilarious man but um i don't know i, I find it fascinating because you look at i, I like I, I follow instagram following like six nine or uh oh, yeah. you know any of the newer rappers that are coming up with like tens of millions of instagram followers they don't even need publicists they don't need a marketing team they don't need anything because they're just kind of doing it on their own i saw a dude i can't remember who it was but this was a, like a, probably like a year ago yeah he has a couple million Facebook followers, and he was rolling through the country going to a show, 
and he just sent out like on Facebook Live, hey, or on Instagram Live, hey, uh, I'll do a live show, ten grand. I'll come to your house and do a live show if you can pay the money, like Venmo me the money or whatever. So somebody did rolls up to their house, does a live show out of their tour bus right at this person's house, and then keeps going. I'm like, that's that's never existed before, dude. That's crazy. like you couldn't do that five years ago. It just wasn't a, like in the history of humanity, it wasn't possible. Social media is a, like a blooming beautiful thing yeah. right now, dude. Like it really insane, is. Bro. And being twenty, like so. I always think my, myself, like, I, I grew up half my life with the outer, out the internet. We didn't get it till I was, like, 15 or 16. Yeah. And it didn't get really good until I was, like, 25 or 30. So I've only had, like, five or ten years of, like, really fast high-speed internet. You've grown up with it. So, like, yeah, you kind of yeah. have it in your back pocket. Like, you know how to use it. And mm-hmm. it's such an advantage. No, it really is, man. But I think a lot of, like, a, a lot of your generation, they, they don't realize how powerful it is, right? They, no, they kind of take it for granted. Dude, it's, like, you look at Facebook, bro. You look at Facebook as a whole. There's so much stuff that's going out there and so much stuff that people are putting out yeah. that they're deleting. Uh-huh. Like, that shit's still out there, you know what I mean? And for the fact yeah. that that is, like, that's how powerful it is. They put it out, they're like, oh, wait, this sh- shouldn't be on Facebook. Like, somebody could see that. Back then... There was nothing like that. Yeah. You didn't put any... You said what you meant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, social media is good for that aspect because it's blooming and stuff like that, but it's it could honestly kill our generation as people because of... You can put too no, much can, out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like... You mean like just, going too far with exactly, it? Like, yeah. Exactly. There's like so much stuff that happens on social media now. It's like ridiculous. That's why I like my Facebook. I have a like page. I don't even have it like a news feed. I don't want a news feed. I don't want to see what people are doing. I don't yeah. care what people are doing. Like, yeah. I care about myself and them and my family. That's you it. said you had a what page? A uh, like page on Facebook. Oh, okay. That's all I have. Like, so I don't... Do you I, just go to, like, Facebook business? Because you can just go to, like, business.facebook.com and skip the news really? feed altogether. Yeah. I didn't... Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I try okay. to use. Right there handles, like, most of my Insta- like my social media. So, if I sound like I'm just off, you just got to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> because, like... But it's so true, man, because that's what happens. I was just... I just did a video about it the other day I was just talking about it because what happens is you get on and you immediately get distracted especially if you're doing marketing for yourself or somebody else you'll go to go to their page and immediately like within because it's the algorithms are built for you to be distracted immediately it might Mm -hmm. want to catch your attention within like milliseconds no that's the truth so as soon as you jump on you're distracted and you can't do anything about it. it so the hardest part I find right now is just staying focused Mm -hmm. because I start looking at other people's stuff and if they're doing something better than I am, if they're doing something just a, a way that I'd want to do it, or if I'm like, oh, I didn't think about doing it that way, or like, oh, this person's hustling. They're putting out a, a video or a podcast every single day. I start getting pissed at myself, and I'm no, like, I, I start getting down on myself. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't do this to myself because this is exactly how everybody else falls apart. Exactly. You know what I mean? You start watching other people's stuff. You start getting you start getting anxious. You start thinking, like, I'm not doing it. It's not happening. And then before you know it, you've invested two hours going down the rabbit hole of somebody else's page absolutely and never looking at what you're doing i've been there i think it's important to like put what you want out see a little bit don't dig too much but like i put my phone down for at least like try to like twice a day three times a day for like an hour segment like even if it's just getting away and try to put my mind on something else because Mm -hmm. like i do the same thing you're talking about is i get lost in it like with especially with rappers because you're like trying to find new ways to like flow you're trying to find new beats you're trying to find like so you start skipping through the wonderful world of youtube or instagram yeah you start finding videos that are related to that but they aren't that and then you just start digging and digging and then it goes to what you're saying and you're so discouraged by bro the end of for it. real it's, it's, it's false sucks. anxiety it's anxiety that you don't even need to have like yeah 
but it's very unavoidable. Oh, it's, it's completely just in unavoidable. Your face. And plus, you're putting stuff out. You're using all the platforms. Like you're putting yourself out there constantly. And it's, mm-hmm. dude, I, I was just. It's, it was yesterday morning. We were like, uh, we went to Canoe Creek, local, okay. like, you know, lake, and uh, it's it's in Altoona, I guess, technically, or Holidaysburg. Or I think my dad went I don't know. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I knew you told me. But we wake up. We we went there for the weekend to like disconnect, right? Yeah. And I wake up in the morning and I look at my phone like immediately. I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? Why am I looking at my phone? There's yeah, no reason. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm I'm here to not be connected to it, and like your mind Im- immediately automatically goes to it. And it's like. That that didn't happen five years ago. It didn't happen ten years ago. Nobody ever had to deal with this stuff before. Right, so right. I don't I don't think we as people even even understand like the impact of it. No, we we don't, bro. And it's just like this is just the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. Like you you read about like Elon Musk and you read about like Neuralink and stuff. That that dude's pretty much making like SD cards for your brain, so you can re- like those thoughts are saved. You'll never forget those thoughts. Yeah, like that's happening now. Mm-hmm. And we just came out with the iPhone XS Max or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. it's crazy, dude. It, it it's 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 a scary feeling almost. But it makes me want to master it that much more, you know? Yeah. Because like, yeah, dude, it could it could get ahead of you. That's <laughs> like, why you got to focus down on it. Because if you yeah. don't focus straight onto one thing and go towards that one thing, you're just gonna get lost. Because it'll happen in a, in a millisecond. I see it with older so, people that come from freaking party lines on phones, bro. Right. They come from a party line. They come into Verizon. They're like, well, my phone's been hacked. I can't use my voicemail. What do you mean? They're coming from party lines. What do you mean? Like old party lines. Oh, like they... on this On a phone. Like, hey, Denise. How old are my... these people? Like 100? Oh, they're old, dude. Like I have some people who come in that are ready to throw fists, They were bro. still using party lines? Or they, they remember using they party remember lines? They remember using yeah. party lines. And they come in and grab a smartphone. Like imagine how different that is from doing oh, that. Yeah. To, you know what I mean? It's just wicked, dude. Yeah, it's too much. That's why they get caught up in these weird schemes online, and like somebody calling them up saying they need ten million dollars in like, a different oh, country. Okay, oh, yeah, here's the ten million. <laughs> it is. It's, it's so weird. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I wanted, I wanted to ask you these questions because Absolutely. I think it's, it's interesting and from the world of hip hop, right? Because yeah, yeah. even out through the eighties, the nineties, it seems like it was. Steady. Whenever I was in, in really into music, when I was in radio, even like back in like the early two thousands, you were being fed everything. Mm-hmm. So it was like MTV was telling you what was hot. Yep. I only had a few people to look at. Like it, mm-hmm. these rock bands are really good. These hip hop artists are really good. And that's all I knew about. But now it's like blown wide open to where there's millions and millions and millions of options. Absolutely. So how do you make yourself stand out? That's like the. I think I feel like that's the hardest thing because I'll talk to somebody. And back in the day, you'd say, oh, dude, I just found out about this great band. And they're like, oh, I love those guys. I saw them on MTV. But now I'm like, hey, I found, the, I found this great band. And they're like, oh, I've never heard of them. But I heard of these guys. And I'm like, oh, I've never heard of them. Because yeah. there's no one place to find it. You're just finding it all over the place. So how right. do you stand out? Like, what's the, what's the strategy? From a musical standpoint, what I try to do, like, every single time is every one of my songs, I want to make it uniquely mine. So I'm not trying to sound like this guy or this guy or that guy, I'm trying to reinvent the wheel and reinvent it my way. So when they hear about it, they'll be like, one day maybe they'll be like, oh, dude, that's a kid sounds like Andrew Kephart or that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What my big thing is, is just trying to t- make a staple sound, like a sound that's so totally me that you can't mimic me. Like yeah. Led Zeppelin, you can't mimic Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Greta Van Fleet, like that band, it sounds like them kind of, they're I good. I never heard of them. Greta really? Van Fleet, okay. They're they're very good. They're very talented. Don't get me wrong, but like they sound like- Are they pretty like, big right now? Yeah, they're pretty big. Um, but they sound like like everybody's like, oh, that's that band. It sounds like Led Zeppelin. Like mm. you know what I mean. So like, I think it's important if you really want to stick out and really want to stand out musically. 
I don't care if you're a clothing designer. I don't care if what you are like. You just got to make whatever you're doing so you that nobody can take it away from you. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing we have left, especially with like automation moving in. Mm-hmm. You know, jobs oh, yeah, are going to yeah. be taken away, truck driving, Uber driving, fast food, like everything's going to be automated. Yep. So the one thing you can't automate is personality. Like exactly. you can't re- I mean eventually they'll probably be able to create that but at least in the time, <laughs> in the time being we can still hang on to that <laughs> so like I, I i was i was trying to think about that because i follow a lot of people on on youtube and stuff who just are always feeding you good ideas and it's like what what makes people stand out and what kind of separates them from everybody else because anybody thoughts aren't original ideas aren't original right anybody could have the same idea right. anybody could rap the same way you do they could say the same thing you're saying so what separates you from them and it's just who you are as a person, exactly. Right? That's why you should start a vlog, really, right? We were actually just everybody talking should about start that. a vlog. We really, we we really want to do that, yeah. And then like, cause that it brings like a whole different aspect of your of your game, like it's just self advertising, yeah. And it's so much comes from that. It's mm-hmm. so crazy. That's the reason I started the podcast, and I've. I've I kind of have a, a vlog started. It's like stop and start, and I bring my son Max in to do. We do some stuff too. Shout out Max, by the way, <laughs> dude. I love that kid, bro. Like straight up, he's dude. so funny, man. It's cool the stuff that you do with him too, bro. Like he'll he'll grow up and he'll always remember that stuff, bro. Like it's, yeah, you're doing a good job. Well, that's thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. That was kind of my mindset because uh, I was this was a couple. I think it was last year, I guess. I left radio, mm-hmm. and um, a couple of kids at Hollidaysburg had killed themselves suicide. Oh, God and and it's 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 all in, in Altoona too. And I'm mm-hmm. sure the house stay on everywhere uh, yeah. has those issues. So like mm-hmm. I was looking at it like this thing is causing so many people depression, especially kids. Like you had yeah, that in school, dude. right? You had it oh, in high God, school. Yeah. And I can't yeah. imagine like I got bullied in high school, but I didn't have it on my phone. I didn't like uh-huh. walk around with it all day long and like constantly get beat up with it. So I can't imagine what it's like to carry that through your life everywhere you go. It'd be rough, man. And so I was trying to figure out a way, like what could you do with social media? How can you flip it so that it's not something that you're dealing with it's something you're using to like empower yourself and other people because it's there for both reasons it can, it can be there to destroy you or it can be there to make you stronger yeah. right and if you use it to make you stronger it's going to help other people get stronger too mm-hmm. and I'm, that's my idea with max was like he's going to have to deal with all this stuff regardless of if, if i put him if i put him onto it or not he's got to deal with it and he watches yeah. all these youtube kids mm-hmm. these like five ten year old kids on youtube have like Eight million followers and their yeah. family made six million dollars last year. And I don't know if they have good families or not. I would hope that they do. Right, right, but right. But like, whenever I was watching, I was thinking, if I get it, if I get ahead of the game now, Max already wants to do this stuff, and I, I, I put him on camera, I get him comfortable with it, then he's gonna be ahead of the game. So when he gets into school and the other kids are freaking out about their social media and this kid bullying me, and I can set Max up to be like, well, yes, people are going to rip on you. They're going to, they're going to, that's what's right. going to happen. You're going to have to deal with that. Whether you're a celebrity, whether you're trying to do it or not, somebody's going to be trying to knock you down. You just put your kid 30 steps ahead. Trying to, yeah. Dude, no. That's, that's like the objective. Did, bro. That's so smart. I never even thought of it that way, man. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's only going to get more invasive. That's like smart, man. wait till VR wait five ten years when VR is like fully accessible for everybody and yeah. we can't and, and you put a headset on and you forget that you're in VR because I wore a VR headset I was playing PlayStation at my friend's house and it was like this shark you were dropped down into the ocean into like it was like a shark cage and yeah. I I for like I don't know man like three seconds forgot <laughs> that I was in a video game Bro, and that's it was still pretty rudimentary i mean it looks good but it's not like it's it looks good like a playstation it's, it's, yeah not. it's like at the it's like it's like at the ps2 stage yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, so when no, it's yeah. at like the 
uh, I don't know what's that at the 4K stage when you're watching like an IMAX and you're in that thing and you forget like it's gonna get so weird. I'm gonna have a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, could already be in, we could already be in a simulation now Straight talking up. Elon Musk stuff. Yeah, you know? dude, I mean, we Elon could already Musk be is deep big in on that there. shit. But <laughs> for real. But the crazy part is like if we don't uh, jump on it and pay attention to it. Because so many people were letting it slip by, right? Yeah, I imagine absolutely. people that you went to school with, that you hang out with, and the same with me. I mean, it's it's nuts that we don't even recognize how weird it is, no, how yeah. how new it is. It's it like, became so like every day, like <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like not even a question anymore. Right. Elon Musk was saying he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and the one thing he said that blew my mind was like, we're, he's like, we're already cyborgs. Like that phone's already made you a cyborg. It's just not in you yet. So eventually that thing is going to be hooked into you. And it's just a matter of time. It's that not it like will it? It's it it will. Yeah. It's just when, you know. But to having that thing in your hand is like the all the world's information right there. You're staring at it and you're still not doing anything with it. Yeah. Like you have dude. it you have it on you and you're not doing anything with all that info. So you I mean you're on the ball like doing something with yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean I'm trying to like there's some days I slack and stuff, but right there helps me. He'll hit me up and be like, yo, like, what? it's like a brotherly love, dude, like tough love. Like, he's always on me, dude, trying to, like, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this, and it's the biggest. <laughs> it's, 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 like, I need that, you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. I get so sad. Like, what we were talking about, too, about going down a wormhole, getting sidetracked. Like, I get sidetracked, bro, so it's, like, always good to have another brace on me to get me that to is good. push, you know? But, like, we have been. We have been working very, 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 very. I've been working, going to work. Some days, eight to ten hours. Some days, a little less. Depends on how busy it is. Mm-hmm. Coming straight home, working six hours in the studio, whether it's videos, music, and then going to bed for, like, five, and then waking up and doing it all. I've been doing that for, like, three months, four months. <sighs> See, I need at least eight hours of sleep. I can't function on five. I can't sleep, dude. Like, <laughs> I can never sleep, dude. Why? It's so, too much I, going on. I just can't shut my brain off, dude. Really? Yeah. It's oh, weird. Dude. Yeah, that, that's one of the most difficult parts is really just being able to shut it off. That. So starting my own business, that's where I got kind of stuck. I was, I was freaking out. Yeah, right, Because right, it's right. like, there's so much opportunity, yeah. but you don't know where to start. And you're just exactly. like kind of a mess of, of information. And mm-hmm. it's just all over the place. So having a team, number one, hugely impactful. But you got to find a way to turn it off. No, it's, it's like, the truth. To shut it down because it gets, it gets overwhelming. Yep. That's why I'm trying to like, after this, we're going to all go see the nun. Like I tried to like get stuff to like that we can do that we can all disconnect together, you know, and like your brain shut off. Right. yeah, just freak like yourself go out. Half my head, dude. What is the nun? I haven't. I don't have TV. I mean, I have oh, Netflix and stuff. Oh, bro, but. dude, the nun. Okay, did you watch any of the Conjuring movies? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. The first two, yeah. The so. first two. Okay, this takes place before the first one. Oh. Okay. You have to watch the third one. Okay. But like this takes place and it sets up. It apparently, quote unquote, sets up the first three. Okay. So like something happens at the end of it that like starts the first one. So like oh, I'm cool. I've been seriously just thinking about it like for like <laughs> probably like two days, three days. I've been hit up broad like, dude, you ready for the nun, bro? Like, <laughs> but like he's scared of scary movies, so it's all it's all gonna be a great it's gonna be a great experience, dude. Yeah. But that's like an important. I always try to just get us get our after we're done doing whatever we're doing social media wise working wise like getting our mind off it so we can start fresh the next day and make something better yeah you know yeah well uh go, when i was your age all i did was watch movies that's Dude, all i did i, I live off movies bro. and now i like, <laughs> I, 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 I like stop because i feel like I, I feel like i watch so many movies that i can just i i like see the whole thing coming and whether <laughs> i whether i'm right or not but like as soon as it starts i'm like ah, i kind of feel like what's gonna i know what's gonna happen here ah, what's like, the yeah, point here comes that goblin out of that uh closet I, there I, next I, thing yeah, boom exactly <laughs> yeah what movie is that that sounds like a pretty decent movie i don't know that <laughs> sounds goblins like a- out of closet. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. That That's like, like Troll from back in the day. I was like, what that was? Troll? Yeah, it was I need to get old, like, that. 80s, 90s horror movie. Oh, it was bad. I remember the, gram- the Gremlins, dude, or Gargoyles or whatever it was. Yeah, dude, my Gremlins. Dad, my yeah. dad said if I, if I didn't get bees in school, that Gargoyles are going to come get me. <laughs> For real, when I was in, like, third grade, dude, I was like... That's a pretty badass dad. Dude, my dad, if I could... I could just have a whole podcast on some of the stuff my dad used to do to me, dude. He's so funny, bro. So funny. So he was a big music fan. My dad was a huge music fan. My dad embraced every type of music there was. I was raised in everything except new country. No offense to I'm not hating on new country. I just don't like that. New country is just just really top forty pop. Yeah, dude. For real, man. It's just not my cup of tea. I respect it, but I like old country like Willie Waylon, George Strait, George Thurgood, Johnny Paycheck. Like, I like old stuff, but, like, I just don't like the newer country. Yeah, it feels like new country. I, I was listening, because I, I, JoJo, I used to work on Hot, which Froggy and Hot were next door. So JoJo yeah. and I are good friends, and I still listen to his show. And all, this, all the songs that I hear are, like, it's all about drinking and partying and chicks. I'm like, dude, what the hell? It totally is. It's, it's gone mainstream hardcore. Like, I guess all the new dudes who come in kind of made it that way. Yeah, I guess so. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 just, I wanted to... Uh, just get some insight from you because I, I find it uh, inspirational. Number one, that you're out there doing it, especially in small, especially in a small. Like I, we're in a small town in Altoona. You're yeah. in like a small, small town. Yeah, like a smaller I know, town. man. It was hard to get started, man. I got a lot of. Do you wouldn't believe how many people? Like, dude, I would wasn't even invited to people's houses. I wasn't in school. People were like, they hate to see. I put it in my song. They hate to see you. Wait, no, they hate to see a different breed. They hate to see you when I did it. This blank once, watch me do this blank again. <laughs> Swear words, but it's the truth. Oh, like, yeah, but, but wait, I, why? What What do you mean? What's the? I we st- like I started doing this a while ago, and we it was going up, you know, and it just didn't work out for me. Like I wasn't ready for it. I was probably sixteen, seventeen, and we caught so many views so fast. Really? I was in. I I caught two hundred fifty thousand views on a video. No shit. What, was this like? This recently? was like two, three years ago. Okay. About two years ago. Yeah. And what happened? Um, I was going to school. Like, I would literally, bro, this is no joke. This was happening a couple times. So, like, we, I had maybe 10, 12 videos over 100,000. And uh, I was going out. I'm in high school, so I'm partying and mm. stuff, you know. Yeah. I'm going out to parties all the time. And I would go to parties, dude, and they would know who I was before I'd stepped in. I didn't know anybody. And, like, it would either be really good or really bad because people would be like, dude, that's Andrew Kepar. He's cool. I like him, man come over and see me if not there was two girls that looked at me at the party their boyfriends are mm-hmm. like all right where's all my friends i'm gonna go kick his ass mm-hmm. and there was parties that i got ch- i went there for five seconds and got chased out because i'm literally about to be jumped by 10 people or it was good because everybody and that was even overwhelming if they like me because there's so many people and i didn't know who was real who was f- like i have anxiety over that stuff yeah i don't have much like i have a family but like i've had different stuff happen in my family i won't really get into it but it like I have just trust issues, you know. Well, man, I mean, it's 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 odd to have that at a young age. Exactly, if you're not your brain's not even prepared for it. Even and now, you're like, yeah, not, technically, I don't know what the what the terms are, but it's like your uh, your prefrontal cortex or something like that isn't like fully developed until you're like 23, 24, somewhere around right, there. Right, right, no, yeah, yeah, so that I, that actually. So is true. to That's get that truth. fame, at, like, look at Mac Miller. Like, yeah, I imagine dude. on in his case, that's not Mac, dude. Like, I imagine with his situation that probably was what happened it was like yeah. way too no, much at a young no. age i mean somehow bieber pulled himself through that but i think he had a really good team no, he that did, held him together he did. he did he's still super young i mean is he 21 or 22 or he's like my age yeah he's 21 22 i'm 20 but like he he was like the, i think he was born in 98 like i was mm. 
I'm not. But Mac was what twenty six. Yeah, I, Mac was a huge influence on me, dude. I, I see imagine, him live and everything. Yeah, I mean, any any kid coming up rapping, yeah. probably no, yeah, loved, especially white kids, probably yeah, loved what he dude, was doing because was like doing Eminem was, you know, that was like like when I was you know seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. That's I was obsessed. Still, I still love Eminem, but like Eminem's awesome. Yeah, going back then, like he had a. Uh, a really crazy story, right? Like, oh my god, Mac man. Miller really didn't have a story. He was no. just a white kid from Pittsburgh who started yeah. rapping and was was good at it. Exactly. So he was more like I could be that guy. Eminem mm-hmm. was kind of like I don't know if I could ever be him because he's so far above. Like he's had yeah. such a life, and then his skill level is so out there. It's it's crazy. Right. But Mac Miller was more like, oh yeah, I feel like any kid who had some skill could have done what he did. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm not even... saying that like he w- he wasn't special, but it was just that. The way the way things happen, the way it fell in place, like yeah, like right person, right time, the right culture, social media coming up when he was coming up. Um, but it, it, like his past two albums, I went back and listened to uh, the one before his most recent one, watching movies with the sound off. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. It's called, and it's so trippy. Like he oh, changed yeah. his style so much. You need to listen to like his Larry Fisherman stuff. Like he went into a drug man, he was an alter ego Larry Fisherman. Right. Yeah. And like he released like jazz, like a jazz album. I think it was like is the newest country. one he dropped, or is that no? Th- this this was like oh he released an album as Larry Fisherman. Yeah, it, I, I'm pretty sure it was as Larry Fisherman. Me and Cam Cam is like a huge Mac fan too, but like. He released that. This was like 2013, 2012. Like, he went to rehab once already. Mm-hmm. Got out, was clean, met up with Ariana Grande, did all that stuff, and then, you know, he ended up passing himself. But yeah. this was, yeah, this was previously like three albums, I think. Two, three, four albums. But he was definitely changing it up to where I was like, wow, this dude's really going to do something amazing. Because he was Bro, like blending stuff together to where I felt, you were just saying about like being into metal and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Looking at guys like the Beastie Boys. Who did that? Looking at Tribe Called Quest, who always did that. You know, they they use like jazz influences into hip hop, and they made it better. At least I feel like they made it better than what it ever could have been, Mm -hmm. because they were just bringing in a different style. Yeah, it wasn't the same thing everybody else was doing. Mm -hmm. And like going to Eminem, like have you listened to Kamikaze? Yeah, I did briefly. I didn't give it a hard listen, but I did briefly. Even Marshall Mathers LP two, like. The speed at which he's rapping and just like everything that he's packing into like seven, eight minute songs, like nobody does that. No, in hip hop, like nobody, well, nobody makes has that. nobody has the skin. M's M's ended what four careers now? Like oh right, yeah, Benzino and yeah, Jaw Rule, Jaw Rule. Nick, well, yeah. I mean, arguably you could say Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon doesn't rap right, anymore, but, stuff like that. But right, like, yeah. hey, like. Yeah, and now uh, MGK. I mean, he's probably. Yeah, that, I don't know if he's going to be done, but. Who, yeah, it's hard. Were to you an MGK me. fan? I was. You were. I was, okay. and I respect MGK for what for going at him just for that reason because M ended so many careers. MGK was like, "That's just hip hop. That's straight hip hop, dude." Mm-hmm. He was like, "You know what? I can't let him punk me. Like, even if I do feel, I can't let him like one up me. Like, I have to go at him." Yeah. Most people would be like, "No, screw it." Like he dissed Tyler Creator in one of the songs. Tyler yeah. Creator hasn't came out and said anything. Yeah. And I'm a huge Tyler fan. <laughs> like. But I uh, yeah I, I like I like MGK and I give him a lot of credit. I followed MGK since before Wild Boy. He had a song Chip off the block, dude. It was awesome. Sounded really? like that's how he got the Machine Gun name because he's like rapping oh, like Machine okay. Gun. Was, was that's awesome. how that name came about. Mm-hmm. Machine Gun oh, Kelly. All right, I didn't. I... That was a gangster too, Machine Gun Kelly, by Mobster. Oh really? Oh okay. So he just kind of took it from that too. Yep. I never really followed him that much, but it just <clears throat> it seems to me. Uh, 
looking at because Eminem comes from the world back yeah. in the day when there was just a couple of guys who were like really put on a pedestal and like put the spotlight right, on. Right. Now there's so many guys with the spotlight put on them that everybody gets kind of lost in the shuffle. He's managed without like a giant radio hit to stay relevant for I don't know close to a decade. Right? He's been around yeah. for a while. He's the goat, man. <laughs> so, so you're going from having a couple hundred thousand views on these videos to now dropping back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. To, I like dropped, rebuilding. Exactly. What, well, what we were doing was we can pay to promote with our fan base. And like we still have all the schemes and everything to do it again. Like mm -hmm. we could, I could very well post up a video today and go 200 and some thousand views. However, what we're trying to build and the brand that we're trying to build and stuff, that's just wasting money. It's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? What so, do you mean? You were doing that. How were you doing that? We were doing that through Facebook Promote. Oh, okay. Through doing that, like we would post up a video, put it on Facebook, and then promote behind it. And then from doing that, it would be shared so many times, like from different Like people. running ads to it, you mean? Yeah, that yeah. That sort of thing? And it, it ended up boosting up, and it was working there for a while. But like what we wanted to do was like, well, now anyway, I want to finish my album. I want to have something to promote behind it. So when I do get those views again, yeah. there can be that little link that they can click, boom, that actually gets them on my real business page. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than just seeing me on Facebook. Yeah. I want them to see me, click on me, and then actually get what I have to offer. Right. Have something behind that they exactly. can buy. They exactly. can like dive into. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of the point of uh, kind of the I look at vlogs like that. Like there's a reason to have a vlog because it's like your own self-promotional tool. And right now, like what I'm doing, I haven't really talked about this in public at all because I'm still building it but I'm building these I'm building a video series to sell okay. online like for oh, small cool. small medium sized businesses to help learn how to use social media without spending a lot of marketing money yeah and uh, the, the thing is cause I follow a lot of people who build who sell video series online so if you put a video series together or put anything on there that you can it's just like an added incentive for people to once they buy into you and they believe in what you're doing you like I have this thing and this will help you out and if right. the more of those things you have, it's like assets, and you can just like hang on to those, and you can kind of, you know, deploy them whenever you need to, like in different situations. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel like, like moving forward with the internet, if you're trying to, if you're trying to make it like a, a career and not just like a one-time kind of thing, and trying to make a business out of what you're doing, because like for a long time, rappers, rock stars, uh, they all they had was their music, right? Yeah, yeah, but now you truth. can you can have like a world. Look, yeah. at, going back to Trent Reznor, have you ever like? dove into his world of like he has so many different parts of his business right like because he has nine inch nails but he also has his like his music production company that mm -hmm. creates like for the social network or whatever movies he was uh, producing for he has the his online website world like is crazy and his marketing strategies are out of they're just so next level and he was doing that before i think really anybody was doing that he brought out freaking billy corgan and freaking marilyn manson Back in the day, those were two artists that were like that he helped launch, yeah. Though, and they were so different in their own ways, man. Yeah, like that just shows that proves exactly what you're saying. Yeah, he's had the vision. Yeah, like, like, for a long time. Yeah, he's just a special dude, man. Yeah, if you listen to like, uh, it's not any crazy superstar. Maybe it is Manson's like third album. Mm -hmm. That and like uh, the downward spiral. Like you can hear the similarities in those albums. Yeah, because you can tell. Like cause I think Manson's second one was smelled like smells like children's the second album, and then Trent got with him. For his third album, and you can hear like, oh, dude, this has Trent Reznor all over. Yeah, he like all his sins and that, all his drum sequences yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, just the dark imagery and like everything yeah. that he had behind it is so he creates his own world. So I think when it comes down to it, like you got to create your own world, and then people can just dive into that. Absolutely, that's um, why I was, like you just got to create your own. You got to make something that's all you, completely you. Yeah.
So, all right, man, anybody, we haven't touched on anything, you know, we haven't, like, anything we haven't touched on yet that you wanted to talk about that uh, when you came in here today, is there anything you want to throw out there, hmm. you know, just, uh, to, just to tell people about or to inspire somebody with or whatever that might be? Man, if I can inspire anybody, it's to, if I could say anything about inspiration, it's just to, like, do you, because, like, I came from absolutely 100% nothing. Mm-hmm. I had, and like a lot of people say, oh, I came from, like, I came from nothing in a small town. No, I had to, like, save up to buy my first, like, interface to put a mic in, like, all that stuff. And now I have a team. I rolled up in a Mercedes Benz and my driver's driving. Like, if you can really, like, just do, follow what you want to do. <laughs> Wait, whose Benz is it though? Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, it's your Benz. It's your but Benz. you got but out still, of it. still, so we're it all around. Like, yeah. right. <laughs> um. Just Don't follow what it. you want to do. Like, follow, like... <laughs> but now, nah, just, like, if you have something in sight, if you have something you want to do, just don't waste your time. There's yeah. too much. There's no time to waste whatsoever. Yeah. And, like, we all did it off the womb. Like, we all did it, like, straight up. When we said we wanted to make some music, we did it immediately. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got all these guys. I didn't get them by, like, waiting back. and Like, oh, I'm going to handpick him. I'm going to handpick him. They fell in place while we were doing it. Mm-hmm. So, like, never worry about what's going to happen or if this step's going to fall in place. Because if it's going to fall in place, it will. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you just got to put the time in. Exactly. So there's this saying of, like, people talk about luck. It's, it's like, there's not really luck. It's like, whenever, you, whenever you're prepared enough, so when the opportunity arises, you're prepared enough to, like, make that opportunity exactly. a reality. Because if you're not prepared and the opportunity's there, that's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if you've got the preparation mixed in with that thing coming your way... Then it's just, yeah. it's it's called luck, but it's just gonna happen, right? Yeah, it's like it's there to happen. So I don't yeah. know. I think it's really cool. You guys, you, like, I was I came outside. I'm like, you guys got a team. You you like have yeah. people that help you do this. Like that's something even that I need at like 35 doing this thing is, I like doing it on my own. Like you said, yeah. not having like a band or something like that. When you're doing it just yourself, yeah. then you don't need to worry about somebody else's problems mm-hmm. coming in and messing up what you're doing. Absolutely. But you need people who are gonna help you move forward with it. Mm-hmm. Because if they're not there, not who's true. gonna? You know, you, you can't do everything yourself. You got to find people who have their own special talents and then make it happen. No, that's it's the absolute truth, man. Like you were saying, Rod keeping you on track, you know? Yeah, find, that's another thing. Key important. Find some like if you can't find somebody, you're gonna have to make yourself that somebody. But like, try to find somebody that's in it as much as you and mm-hmm. that can keep you straight. Because mm-hmm. being from a small town, I don't care if you're even from a city. Like, it's way easy to get off track. Mm-hmm. Just stick to your roots, like stick to whatever. Stick, have somebody help you stick to what you are, you know. Yeah. How does he help you stick to what you do? Yeah, I fight with him like a. We've almost thrown fists multiple times, but I know that dude has the best interest in my mind. <laughs> I'm 20 years old, and I was hanging out with like these kids when I was how. You guys were like 17, 18. I would have been like 12. Oh, so okay. like I was always the young kid that was like you know what I mean. There's always that young kid that kind of got picked on, that quote unquote. But was protected, and that yeah. was me. And th- if they didn't do that to me, I wouldn't be in this seat right now. Yeah, like I wouldn't have the tough skin to like, you know. Yeah, it's just it's it's crazy, but yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. So yeah. I, like keeping you on track. I mean, exactly. that's a super. It's it's yeah, it's everything. Especially you can't do it all yourself, so you gotta have somebody there to do it Absolutely. for you. Absolutely. Um, so people want to find your stuff. How do they find it? Like if they don't my know about what you Instagram, do. My Instagram, Andrew Capart Music. At Andrew Capart Music. My Facebook. That's Andrew Capart. Solid. Um, yeah, just search, search Andrew Capor. You can find my social media there. K-E-P-H-A-R-T. Yep, K-E-P-H-A-R-T. Uh, SoundCloud, Andrew Capor. 
Twitter, Andrew Capart Music, YouTube, Andrew Capart. Um, that's on my social medias. We're gonna like my album. I'm not seeing an official date on my album yet, but it's very, very, very close to being done. And when that drops, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna put as much and as much time and money in it as I can that almost everybody's gonna hear it, quote unquote. Not everybody's gonna hear it, but I think that. Um, but yeah, that's about it, man. I'm just trying to get it, man. Cool, dude. It's been nice to meet you. Thanks for finally coming in. And Thank doing you this. for finally having me, bro. Absolutely, like, dude. dude. It, yeah, yeah. I'm happy, bro. Happy I'm happy, bro. <laughs> Dude, Andrew, thank you for coming into the studio. Thanks for an awesome episode. Really had a great conversation with him. Shout out to DDP Yoga, a podcast sponsor, and also something I just do on a daily basis to keep my body in tune, to keep my body strong. That's DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, DDP Yoga. You can get the app, so it's the DDP Yoga Now app. You can have it on your Android. You can have it on your on your tablet, on your smartphone, uh, your iPhone, whatever it is. You can have this and, and take his yoga platform with you anywhere you go, which is maybe the biggest benefit for me. Is why I love DDP Yoga so much. Is I can I can take it with me wherever I go, wherever I'm at. I can do a workout, and that's powerful. I don't have time really to go to the gym a lot. I'm focusing on my business, focusing on growing things, and I'm like, if I'm here at work, great example. In my office, I don't know what your office life is like. Uh, but what I do sometimes if I'm feeling stressed out or I'm feeling kind of burnout or I've been sitting all day, my shoulders hurting and my back is hurting, I can do some DDP yoga, put it on my iPad, put it on my phone, set it up, do a 20 minute workout. The app's incredible because it'll have like, you know, beginner, intermediate, advanced. It'll have 20, 30, 40 minute workouts. It'll have live workouts, uh, everything you could possibly want from any level that you're at. So it also has a diet and nutrition meal plans so you can get great nutrition meal plans uh, great recipes on there that the ddp actually uses himself and you can do this anywhere that's the powerful part and it like doesn't wear you sometimes you go to the gym and you do a hard workout and you burn out afterwards like I'm, I'm never really sore afterwards i'm always satisfied i'm always ready to do more like it, it's like a kickstart for your body kind of restarting uh, your body from where it's at and diamond dallas page 60 over 60 years old professional wrestler for many years uh, designed this program because his body was beat up so he designed this to fix himself and therefore has fixed and changed other people's lives plus the weight loss that you get from ddp yoga is incredible so just check it out for yourself uh, all the show all the information is in the show notes it's ddpyoga.com shout out to the clay cup at the clay cup on facebook and instagram Shout out to Trade Secrets, Secrets and Trade on Facebook. Shout out to Juice, that's The Juice Bar, J-O-O-S, on Facebook and Instagram. Patreon.com forward slash Rob Z Radio. If you want to support the podcast, you can donate as much as a penny or a dollar, up to a million dollars. Not saying anybody's actually ever going to do that, but that would be incredible. And you can also... Uh, shout out to my dude Jake Over if you ever need any music production any beats made or anything like that all the music on this podcast is done by Jake Over search for him on Facebook Jake Over from Altoona, Pennsylvania actually I think he's from Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania Jake thank you and thank you Zebras for listening I'll catch you next time this is Rob Z Radio (laughs) that's brutal